0: Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio for the second hour. My name is Kevin McDonald. I'm your host here on KKNW 1150 AM, and there aren't a lot of times when we have the opportunity to do something really special. And today is one of those times, and so we're just really pleased to uh, be here today. Because uh, if you're unaware of a club in Seattle, it's it's not really a club necessarily. It's called uh, the Guild. It's called Gilda's Club and it is a cancer outreach group, and it is completely free, a completely um, um, volunteer-funded operation, and what they do. Well, I'll tell you what. I won't tell you what they do because Anna Gottlieb is here, and I'll have her tell you because she's, she's the head bottle washer and the one, first of all, I'm just so excited that you're here. I'm I'm just a dither. Um, But let's go back to the very beginning because there's a story there that I think everybody who hears it can be uplifted by it. And let's talk about how Gilda's Club got to Seattle.
1: Well, I was sitting on a rainy afternoon at my desk and I saw, happened to see an article in the lunchroom, a People magazine article, about the first Gilda's Club opening in New York City. And I was really interested because it was named after Gilda Radner, whom I really liked and watched on Saturday Night Live. And it was for families living with cancer, not just the person with cancer. And I thought, what a great combination and what a great idea. And in the article, it had said that the first Gilda's Club was just about to open in New York City. But a lot of people had been asking questions around the country and because they knew they needed a Gilda's Club in their community because it was a free support group for everyone touched by cancer, men, women, and children, and that's really all of us. We've all been touched by cancer. And I decided to make a phone call to New York City, and I went back to New York, and I looked at the first Gilda's Club way back in 1996, and I was just struck by what I saw by the programming, the classes, the support group, the educational lectures, the social events, and I flew back to Seattle, and I remember thinking, this is exactly the kind of program that would be great in a city like this, because we have such great medical resources, and we really needed a place for social-emotional support. And being naive, which is what you have to be, I thought, <laughs> how hard can this be? And four years later, the first Gilda's Club anywhere on the West Coast, and even to this date, we're the only Gilda's Club anywhere on the West Coast, opened up. We're number 16 in the country. they are fifteen other Gildas clubs around the country and there are about twenty more in development.
0: But I wanna make sure that everybody <laughs> understands because you kinda of downplay it a little bit. Because what you did, which I think is just really cool, is that you you read this article and you your heart was touched. Yes. And you got on a plane to go to New York on your own dime. Yes. And you went and you talked to those guys and and about the club and what was happening there because in your heart there was a little voice in the back of your head that says, you know, you really need to go do this.
1: Exactly. And I listened to that voice. I, I just knew we had to have a program like that in Seattle. I had no idea how hard it would be to do it, which is probably better because <laughs> if you knew, you probably wouldn't do it. But I was so taken. My mother had breast cancer when I was young, and I remember those feelings of isolation of being a child, having no one to talk to and nowhere to go. And so for me, it was really a family kind of focus that I was so interested in. And then the thought of of having that with Gilda Radner as our logo was just phenomenal. So I really thought, and I knew that enough people needed this kind of program. And I could see by the response in New York City, they had a waiting line the first day they opened. And that was happening in different cities around the country. But it it is better to go into it not being sure of how much work it is because it, it did take us four years. And that was something nobody could have told us. We're completely financially on our own. We are an affiliate of New York City, but we have our own board and we raise our own money here. No money is exchanged between us and New York either way.
0: So all the money that's raised here stays here.
1: And it's what you call grassroots. We started with the postage stamp in letters and I started in the corner of my bedroom.
0: And that's, but that's how all great stories happen. And,
1: and, and now, a few gray hair later, <laughs> a few, a lot of gray hairs later, we're we're finally open on Capitol Hill.
0: Yeah, but do you have any idea now that you're open and the lives that you're touching? It must be just wonderful for you every day.
1: Well, I, I remember somebody said to me, "The day you open, everything else will melt away. You'll forget." And you don't quite forget, but. <laughs> It is incredible because everybody who walks in our bright red door thanks us. And in our first year alone, we had over 5,000 people come to Gildas Club Seattle.
0: And the services that you offer is it goes much farther than just support.
1: And that's what I really like about the program so much. We have classes, we have art, yoga, cooking tight she um all sorts of jewelry making craft making then we have support groups that are for all different kinds of cancers we have uh, my favorite program called noogie land if you remember um gilda used to do routine on saturday night live where they gave each other noogies right and noogie lands are program for kids with cancer and kids whose parents or siblings have cancer so on saturdays we have a great family program going on there and then during the week, we also have educational lectures. We have supper lectures on Wednesday nights that open to everybody. And we have um, other kinds of lectures and educational things. We have a library with computers where people can come in and look up things. And really the best thing about Gilda's Club, it's a place to hang out. And people can come in during the day. They can bring their lunch. We have a fabulous kitchen. They can just meet other people who understand what they're going through. We had a woman who said to me the other day, this is the only place I can come where I don't have to take care of everyone else. You because bet. everyone there understood what she was going through and she didn't have to explain it. And she didn't have to worry about telling everyone, I'll be okay, I'll be okay. And she loved coming there because she could just sit and play her piano or just sit in a room and read and just get to know other people. And probably the best thing about Gilda's Club is everything is 100% free for everyone.
0: In the, which is an incredible gift that you're offering the community, and we and, and I for one thank you for. It. <laughs> thank so you. It's it's uh, a marvelous vision that you have you've put together there, and what I like about it all the most is first of all it's located right there on Capitol Hill.
1: It is, and a beautiful building. It's um, an old building. It's 1400 Broadway, right at the corner, of Broadway and Union, kitty corner to the Polyclinic. And it's a home like setting. So when you walk in, you walk into a living room. There's no look of an office or a clinic or a hospital, no smells of anything. And people, we have. Big beautiful furniture that's been donated to us, and people just want to be there. They smile when they come in.
0: Well, and the other thing is, it's right next to a lot of the of the healthcare facilities that that and the Hutch and, and all of those places that that really cater to cancer patients and their families.
1: Exactly, and we actually we're walking distance from Swedish and Virginia Mason and Group Health. In fact, we had a woman walked in. Last week said she was diagnosed ten minutes earlier and her doctor had sent her to Gilda's Club. So we know that the doctors in our community are recognizing Gilda's Club and sending people to us, which is terrific.
0: There are a lot of people that are experiencing the the pain of, of what cancer is and and not only the physical discomfort and but the emotional and being alone because it is something that happens just to you when it happens to you. And it's the support that you provide makes it a little bit nicer for them doesn't it
1: well i think exactly what you just said (laughs) when i was starting gilda's club i I kept thinking of all the people that were sitting alone in their houses with the cancer diagnosis who thought they were alone and didn't really have anyone to talk to and that was what was so incredible to me about a place to hang out with other people that understand what you're going through whether you're the person with cancer or family member and it is a place instead of being in your own living room it's a place to come to to be with other people.
0: And you guys have hit the big time. They are uh, uh, you now are have, a, have a, a CD out and it's called Voices for Gilda and we are going to talk about that. We're also going to talk to Eileen Johnston or Johnson in right after we take these commercials great. So we'll be right back with Anna Gottlieb and Eileen Eileen Johnson will be right back. Don't go away. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio. My name is Kevin McDonald. I'm your host here on KKNW 1150 AM. We are really gonna fly now because we've got uh, Anna Gottlieb, and we are now joined by Eileen Johnson. And and Anna is gonna tell us Eileen's story a little bit.
1: Well, a couple years ago. I was lucky enough to be at a benefit where Eileen Johnson sang a song, and I was so taken by her poise and her voice and talent and beauty. I went up to her and her family, and I said, would Eileen consider singing for Gilda's Club? But we weren't even open yet. And we have become very good friends. She has a wonderful family. And when I heard Eileen's story, I realized that we really needed to do something. And with her mother, Mary Kate Johnson, this incredible CD was conceived and born and is now being sold on Amazon.com. And Eileen was 15 years old when she was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. She was in the hospital and told she might never sing again. She had been a singer in choirs and just loved to sing. It's what she did the best. And through many tears, her mother said to her in the hospital, I promise you're going to sing again with the voice of an angel. And the story is so incredible. A few years after Eileen was in remission and her mother came to me and said, how about we think about doing a CD to give back to everybody living with cancer around the country and help all the Gilda's Clubs. And I saw something in her eyes that said, I just knew she could do it. And she, seven days a week for two years, called every one of these celebrities on the CD. And the names are just, every time I look at the names, it it's mind boggling. And every one of them, released songs for us to put together this CD called Voices for Gilda. They said they wanted to do it because they loved Gilda Radner and because they knew it would help so many people living with cancer. And Eileen Johnson is on the CD. She sings two songs, and one original song that was written just for her by a songwriter in Los Angeles called A Friend in You, and that friend is Gilda.
0: I just want to go over some of the folks. You know, Eileen, if if you guys hit the big time, maybe you can get some really big names um, <laughs> on here. But but there are I, I don't know now who is this guy Elton John? Now I'm, I don't I'm, know. <laughs> um and 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 Steve Martin is is. And and uh, Celine Dion and Dana Carvey and Henry Connick Jr. and a guy named Quincy Jones who used to live here as a matter yeah, of fact yeah yeah and uh, and and the probably the most famous of all is uh, Eileen Johnson
2: <laughs> we hope she's, working uh, on it she's on t- well
0: Paul Schaefer, and Sarah McLaughlin and, and Willie Nelson and you know, I'm telling you it's just a, it's fabulous what yeah. you guys have done here and this is all going to this benefits. Uh, um, uh, Gilda's Club? All yep. the Gilda's Clubs Everything, around yep. the country. That is just wonderful. So how did you feel about your mother? Now, we talked earlier at the beginning of the show, we talked about Anna's vision when she was sitting and uh, picked up a People's Magazine and heard about Gildas Club. And that led to where she is today. And your mother had the, the typical, the same type of vision and the voice in the back of her head that said, you know what, you really need to go do this. Mm-hmm. And we applaud people. On this show, very much that follow their heart and do what they know that they need to do, and and I think it's just wonderful. And now, you know, for anybody that's out there, is your mother? By the way, is is she a professional um, uh, songwriter? Is she is she <laughs> no. is she she kind of rubbed elbows elbows with Elton John and all that kind of stuff. No, she
3: she didn't have any connections at all. And actually, it took. It took a quite a while to find just the phone numbers to You're contact no these people.
0: By the way, I'd like to have lunch with you later. Can I have some of these phone
3: numbers? <laughs> and I,
1: I yeah, don't
3: wanna... it, it, It's, you know, I mean, it, it's amazing just how long it takes to just, you know, get simple phone numbers to be able to contact these people. And, you know, then once she kind of had that, you know, she kind of just made her calls and did faxes and... You know, slowly but surely just got these people to commit to, you know, donating their songs for the for the C D.
0: The reality is is that all of these people have got great hearts and would love to do it. It's just getting to them. Exactly. But but more importantly, you guys didn't stop and say, Nah, we'll never make that happen. No. It's a great dream, but but it's just not gonna happen. You went to the next step and said, You know what? This is gonna happen and we're gonna make it happen.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the credit pretty much goes to my mom for, you know, doing all this, you know. Um, I mean, she was the one who, you know, sat in the computer room and sat at the computer for, you know, sometimes 10, 11 hours a day for seven days a week for two years and did this. And, I mean, you know, my part of it, I was in school, so, you know, I was doing nursing school while she was doing this. We kind of had two different things, and then I'd come home from school, and, and she'd say, well... Guess what I got on the CD? I got Elton John. And so it was just, you know, I mean, it was just really funny to come home every day and hear, you know, the progress that she had made on it. So, you know, pretty much the credit goes to my mom for this
2: one.
0: And it just goes to show you through Anna's story and your mom's story that if if you follow your heart and you believe in something and you're willing to make it happen, it will happen.
2: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Which which is wonderful. It's 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 super. Now, what I'd like to do is I would like to go ahead and play your song "A Friend in You." Can we do that? Yes. And then when we then we're going to go after the song, we'll go into break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk more with uh, Eileen Johnson and Anna Godley. We'll be right back.
2: may i know someone really loves me
0: donald i'm your host and we're talking to gilda's club president anna Gottlieb, and we're also talking to eileen johnson now we just heard her song that is a great song hello eileen. Oh, i'm here
3: thank you <laughs>
0: and and you you have a beautiful beautiful voice
3: oh thanks
0: but there was a time when that was in question wasn't it
3: there was um Yeah, when I was diagnosed with uh, my thyroid cancer when I was 15, um, when I went in to have my surgery, uh, because the thyroid is in your throat, um, when they do the surgery, it's questionable whether or not if they nick a vocal cord or depending on where the cancer spreads within your throat, if, if they nick a vocal cord or something, that can completely ruin your voice. And so that was always a question, you know, my mom asked the doctor, you know, will she ever be able to sing again? And the doctor said, well, as of this point, we really don't know because for a few days after my surgery, my voice was really raspy. And, um, so it was kind of, you know, hit and miss on whether or not I'd be able to sing, let alone talk without having a raspy voice.
0: now is your voice as strong as it ever was?
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. I regained my voice. Um, it took a little while after the surgery, you know, for, you know, things to heal and for my voice to return to normal. But, yeah, it, it went back to normal.
0: What's it like being 15 years old and being diagnosed with cancer?
3: <laughs> well, it, at first, when I had heard that I was diagnosed with cancer, I was actually happy, believe it or not, because I had been so sick for so many years. From the time I was in sixth grade, I mean, I had had juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, which took them two years to diagnose. So I had been walking around this little girl with completely just swelled up joints and everything. And so for me, when I first heard the diagnosis, it was, oh, wow, you mean I have cancer and they can go in and take it out and that's it? So, I mean, I I was so happy. But it wasn't until after the surgery and when I had my radiation treatments that I realized that it was the pits and that I really I really hadn't prepared myself for what it was going to be like because when you have your thyroid taken out, your your thyroid controls your metabolism. Right. So because I didn't have any metabolism, I gained between 80 and 100 pounds. And for a girl in high school to gain 80 to 100 pounds within, I mean, three to four months, it's not the best thing.
0: <laughs> you gained a person.
3: What's that? Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And... I mean, I mean, you know, and then, and then, of course, when you're in high school, you want to go to the football games and the soccer games and basketball games and go to dances. And I didn't get to go to a lot of that stuff my sophomore and um, junior year of high school because I was so sick and had to be at home and in bed. And, I mean, I just wanted to even just be in class. I just wanted to take notes. <laughs> I just wanted to take tests. That's it.
0: You wanted to be a normal kid. I
3: did. I wanted to be a normal
0: kid and it's it's hard when when all of that's going on how How ultimately did you were you able to get out of that, or how when did you start feeling better?
3: Um, I started feeling better probably between probably the middle of my junior year of high school, but even though I felt better, the weight was still there, and it it, it still was you know an issue because I was still trying to figure out my thyroid medication and trying to regulate that so that it would be, you know, normal for my body and then I would start losing the weight hopefully. And it took I'd say four or five years to figure out the correct thyroid medication level for my body. So it wasn't until, you know, four or five years later that I began to lose the weight. So and it still struggles to this day.
0: Well I, I, I imagine well Quite frankly, <laughs> weight is a struggle that we all have to face. I'm afraid, <laughs> but but I understand that it's a little bit more difficult for someone with a thyroid problem or without a thyroid mm-hmm. because it, you're right that regulates everything. Yeah. And so, how are you today? You're 24.
3: I'm 24. Um, I'm doing good uh, so far. Pretty clean bill of health. I just I just had a um, a blood test that came back positive a couple months ago, but um, my doctor decided to do another test. And those ones came back negative. So in the end, of, um, at the end of the summer, I'm probably going to have a full body scan to test and make sure that I don't have anything. And I'm sure that'll probably be, be negative too. So, but I, I think I just had a false positive.
0: Which a false positive for you must not that must be a very scary
3: deal. <laughs> it is scary. Yeah. But I mean, I have really good doctors and um, I've been, I've been clean for eight and a half, almost nine years. So, you know, if they were to catch anything, it would be so tiny and so minute that they could get rid of it. And I wouldn't, I, I, I have full trust in my doctors.
0: Well, uh, after, after nine years. Yeah. So, so what's coming up next for you? What are you going to do with your life? You're yeah. just, you're just a, 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 well, from my perspective, you're a mere child, But <laughs> but what are you going to do?
3: Um, well, right now I'm just concentrating on, um, the music side of it. Um, just trying to see exactly, you know, what we're going to do, um, from here with the whole CD. Um, you know, I have people down in LA that are kind of rooting for me and helping me out. And, um, so we're just going to kind of play it by ear here and see what happens. And, uh, you know, I, I always have nursing. I graduated from nursing school in March. So,
0: congratulations!
3: Oh, thanks. So that's always, you know, it, it, both of them are very rewarding careers. You know, either helping people that are sick or singing and helping people that are sick.
0: You know what? You could be, you could be billed as a singing nurse. I
3: know you're not You've the first got... person to tell me that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You've got what what you can cure what ails them just by your voice. <laughs> Because it's just gorgeous. Oh, thank you. By the way, I just need to let you know that Katie Evans just walked in the room, and she's sitting down. Katie, how are you?
4: I'm great. I've been listening to your show. What a wonderful show. I love it. I love Anna. I love. Do you know, Eileen, do you know what I had to do? Yesterday, Mm. I had to go buy a new um, CD player to play your CD. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. The the other one that, you know, it's from the 70s, I think, the 80s. Great big old speakers that (laughs) (laughs) sound like that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh the, her song that we played was just gorgeous, oh, so we 're going to play we 're going to play the other one in a, in a little bit, so it 's just wonderful and it it must be very rewarding to run into and be part of the process for someone like Eileen and doing what she 's doing
1: I think that 's been one of my biggest rewards really is and to watch her after what eileen 's gone through to want to come out now and help everybody else who's in the same position that she was in at one time, and she can. She's so inspirational and is so great with kids and really understands what it's like to be a teenager with cancer, and that's what people need to hear. And she really wants to devote her life to that through music, which is a terrific blend for her.
0: You know, when you were, uh, Eileen, when you were 16 and you were going through this in 17 and 18, I know that if somebody would have said to you at that time, you know, there's a reason why you have to go through these things and because you're destined to help people, you would have said, yeah, right, well, quit it.
1: Uh-huh. That's
3: exactly what I would have said. <laughs>
0: But why me? Why me? But mm-hmm. now, looking in hindsight, you're now um, able to, with your music and with who you are, and the connections that you've made over your lifetime, are going to be able to help an enormous amount of people. And I applaud you for that. Oh, thank you. It really is cool. So. Oh yeah, and it's a great CD. It really <laughs> wow. is. Wow. I'm looking at this thing, and it's, it's you it's, can't get a
4: CD <laughs> like that anywhere no. with all those artists.
0: You can't. And in a lot of it's got like it's got Gilda Radner on it. It does. And some of the stuff she did at Saturday Night Live, and it's got Gene Wilder and some of the things that he did.
1: (laughs) Well, Gene Wilder's song is really interesting because he went into a studio in Connecticut, and he recorded a song that he and Gilda used to sing together, and he talks about them singing it together. It's a very emotional piece. You can't not cry. And then he sings it, and so it's really beautiful.
0: That, that's absolutely wonderful. So where can you find this CD?
1: You can get it a couple different places, but Amazon.com is carrying the CD. Or you can go to our website, which is gildasclubseattle.org, and the CD will pop up. And that, it's a double CD, and they're being sold for $25. It, what it, a
0: deal. It is a steal. <laughs> because I tell you, a, a CD like this will become a collector's item.
1: We hope so. Yeah. Because
0: there's, there, you can't find this anywhere. To get the number of, I mean, Quincy Jones and Henry Henry Connick Jr. and Harry Harry, Harry whatever it was Harry. brother Henry. <laughs> 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 Maybe you guys will get Harry one of these days. We but.
4: love Harry yes. Connick Jr.
0: Paul Simon and Tony Bennett. Tony I Bennett's on this. It's just it's and just Willie Yeah. So I'll tell you what. Why don't we do this? We're gonna got to go into a break. Why don't we play the other song? We're gonna play uh, um, the other one that uh, Eileen Johnson did because which is uh, we've only just begun. We're going to do that one. We'll be back after this break.
2: We've only just begun to live. White lace and promises. A kiss for luck, and we're wrong. signs along the way, uh, talking it over just the two of us, uh, uh, working together day to day, together, together.
0: Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. My name is Kevin McDonald, and you're listening to KKNW 1150 AM. And don't forget, coming up right after our show, is some lousy show called, K- <laughs> called Lighten Up with Katie Evans.
4: What a good promoter you are, Kevin. <laughs> Thank you for that. Don't let him touch that CD.
0: But guess <laughs> uh, what we're going gonna... to... I have the ability to tank anything in about five seconds.
4: Hi, <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Yeah. My guest today, you're going to love this, is Molly McMasters. She created the Colossal Colon. <laughs> Speaking of cancer, it's a 40-foot-long colon. That's uh, this Seattle is the 12th stop in a 20-city <laughs> tour of this colon. It's a walk-through exhibit. It's like 40 feet long, and you, but you've got to crawl through it. And I don't know what the inside looks like, smells like, but we're going to find out. It's going to be at the Seattle Center July 9th through the 12th. We're going to talk to Molly and find out. Why a colon? <laughs> of all the things you could have walked through, why We're, a colon? You
0: know what's even worse than that, being the like the roadie who sets it up or breaks it down? <laughs> Hi, my job is I set up a colon.
4: And put that on your resume. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently colon cancer is the second leading cause of death from cancers. Yes. And it's a big problem. And what she wants to do is make people, you know, a little more comfortable Talking
0: or, about your colon. Well, we've we've had people on, and, and right. you know, I tell you, and and we're talking with Eileen Johnston, and we're talking Johnson, sorry, and we're talking with my wife's maiden name is Johnston, that's why we ah. went there, and and Anna Godlieb from from uh, Gilda's Club, and the human body in all its wonders um, is a wonderful thing, but there are parts of it that you just don't really want to talk about much unless you have cancer there. And like 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 colon cancer would be one of those thyroid cancer would be another one Hileen, did you during the break you said that you lost a hundred pounds at one point
3: Yeah about that yeah it was about uh, well because every radiation treatment that I had every time I had to go off my medication before the radiation treatments um, I would gain about 40 pounds within about a month and a half oh dear and um, and then after the radiation treatment then I'd lose about 15 of it mm. and then the next radiation treatment then I'd pack on another 40 to 50 pounds, and, Mm. you know, that's how the story goes. And how old were you at the time? Um, 15, 16. Oh, dear. That's so awful. Right in the smack dab middle of high school. Yep.
4: Yep. Yeah,
0: and and you were going to school every day still, weren't you?
3: Yeah, pretty much, except for when I um, had my surgery, I was gone for about three to four weeks, and then um, for my radiation treatments also, because I couldn't be around people because I was radioactive, (laughs) so... That's,
0: that seems a, to be a problem.
3: Yeah, yeah, a bit. Oh,
0: so well, you were radioactive.
3: I was radioactive. I had to stay in the hospital for two to three days. And then when I came home, um, and I had to stay in the hospital by myself. Right. And when I came home, I couldn't be around my brothers. Um, I had to have separate eating utensils. Um, every time I went to the bathroom, I had to flush it twice. Just to make sure that everything was going down. Everything was, was not getting to other people. Mm. So. How long did this go on? Um, I think I had to do that for a week or so after, after I came home. And
4: how many treatments? I
3: had two. Oh
0: goodness! And for a fifteen, sixteen, seventeen-year-old kid, it's it's a tough thing because because yeah. in high school you're, you're 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 you consider yourself different anyway.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And but when you really are different and so forth, but you know, look on the bright side, and we've been talking about that. Wait till your ten-year reunion,
4: <laughs> because <laughs> That's we true. just That's looked
0: true. We looked at your website
4: at the website. And this is a gorgeous young lady. You have got a set of
0: pipes on you that that doesn't (laughs) and 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 you're beautiful to boot. Oh thanks. So you are what what they you're what they call in the business as a total package. Uh, (laughs) Now can you can you act and can you dance? Then you're Um, a triple threat.
3: I I, I can dance. I'm working on the acting thing.
0: (laughs) Really? So there you are. Have then you fun. become a, a triple threat, and you can go anywhere with it.
3: Uh, hey, yeah.
0: <laughs> because you've got this CD that you are performed two songs on, and then everybody else who's in the entertainment business performs also on it. Right. And you can get it from uh, uh, Amazon.com. It's a wonderful thing. And... Uh, How much of it goes, all of it goes to Gilda's Cloud, doesn't Mm -hmm.
1: it? Yeah, everybody's Mm -hmm. been really generous. All the performers donated their songs, and Amazon's helped us out. Everybody has done this as a charitable project because they love Gilda Radner and because they know it's helping families living with cancer around the country.
0: You know, and I just want to touch on that because it's no small thing when someone have um, an artist of Elton John stature to give you the rights to a particular recording and in this case it's don't let the sun go down on me mm-hmm. which i mean that was a huge it's huge hit. it was a huge hit in it's the huge 70s huge. and this is the live version i understand and for him to just give that to you i mean that's a lot of money
1: mm-hmm. it is and for many of the artists it was the first time they did release the song for charitable purposes and so it's just been such a great experience for everybody involved in this i know they were happy to do it and the fact that Eileen's mother, Mary Kay, called everybody personally and told everybody Eileen's story, they were more than happy to contribute.
0: Just out of curiosity, is your mother like looking for a job?
3: Because <laughs> <laughs> we could. She use has her a hair. job. she got a full time job. She's, a, she's
0: I hope it's she's in sales. <laughs> <laughs> she, <laughs> it's she, in what? What does she do? Oh, she's a mom. <laughs> oh, she
1: said to me once, and and I won't betray her confidence a lot, but she said, "Do these people know I'm a housewife in my pajamas making these calls?"
0: <laughs> There's a story about dead selling dead chicken in my underwear, but we're not going to go there. <laughs> I don't um, know that one. <laughs> but uh, um, I, but I'll tell you, there aren't very many people who can who will say you know what i'm gonna go contact a bunch Mm -hmm. of folks and let's put a cd together and she actually went out and did it and Mm -hmm. she contacted all these folks if she she could be a heck of a promoter katie and i want to talk to her (laughs) if she wants a job she's got one (laughs) (laughs) so
4: now you know we're doing uh the golf tournament yes 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 yes. on uh, women taking a swing at cancer and Gilda's Club is out, is who we're doing it for this year, and I'm so thrilled to be part of that. Um, in fact, we're going to auction off, or maybe raffle off, we don't know for sure, a couple of the CDs. And there will be CDs available there, because it's an all-day event. It's a networking event during the in the morning, and then the, we play golf, and then there's a dinner, and a hoop de doo and all the prizes, and raffles. And, and um, so this will be for sale at this event, which is July 28th. You can go to wtasac.org, women taking a swing at cancer.org and get it's at the Mill Creek Country Club. Get all the Beautiful information golf if course. you yeah, if you don't play golf, come out for the networking events and to buy the CD or to buy raffle tickets to win the CD or to auction, you know, whatever. We're just, we're just going to go out and have a good time so and I'm raise a lot of money.
0: I'm really looking forward to playing in that tournament.
4: Guess what? <laughs> Guess what, Sparky? <laughs> <laughs> I only, know, I know, I we know. We have decided, my, the Mulligan Twins, my foursome <laughs> were the Mulligan Twins, <laughs> <laughs> we have decided that we, we might be able to have boy caddies, because <laughs> boys can't play in this, right. but we'd rather have cabana boys. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> That's
0: because we spend so much time in the sand, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so that golf tournament, and when's the date again?
1: July 28th. And, you know, for Gilda's Club, it's a wonderful partnership, and it's the reason why we're able to offer all our programs free is because people do have us as beneficiaries, and we need to fundraise all the time. We stole an expression from Gilda Radner's <laughs> brother, Michael, that is free is very expensive. Yep. And so we're always fundraising, and, and it's because of – of people like Women Taking a Swing of Cancer and groups like that that have partnered with us that understand what we do and why we're doing it and why it's so important and shows like this, and so we're very grateful and very appreciative of everybody that helps us.
0: And now, what you can do if you're just listening out there and you want to help, you can buy the CD, mm-hmm. which is um, is called Gilda's Club and or Voices for Gilda, and you can get it from Amazon dot com mm-hmm. and some other folks, and it's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful CD.
1: And you can come to the clubhouse at fourteen hundred Broadwheel. We also have them for sale.
0: At the, now, that's at the Gilda's at Gilda's
1: Club. Club. It's a good way to come in and take a tour and look around, and then you can get the CD there also.
0: So now, if somebody would like to, you know, like do something that's really, you know, like out of the box, and maybe you know, like write a check. <laughs> To you for, we will
1: not discourage them it's
0: like real money isn't it <laughs>
1: yes it cash is. works <laughs> yes
0: so if somebody if you <clears throat> have touched somebody's heart out there with the with the singing that eileen does and what we you do and they would like to write you a check just to help out
1: they, they can uh, contact us at 206-709-1400 and we're at 1400 Broadway in Seattle, we encourage people to come visit. We're open all day long. We're open till 9 o'clock, three nights a week. We have a website at gildasclubseattle.org where you can look at the calendar and everything we offer and look at our hours, and, and we love to open the house up to everybody. And, and let me tell you, it is a fabulous uh, building
4: with all the wonderful energy in there and all the healing and all the laughing
0: it's pretty fun. Absolutely. And what did it used to be? It uh,
1: was built in 1911 as a funeral home. So we know Gilda appreciates that and <laughs> we're bringing life back to the building.
0: See, and that's just like her. She would in her sense of humor she would do something like exactly. that. Exactly. Miss Johnson, it's been wonderful having you here.
3: Oh, well, thank you so much for having me on the show.
0: And you have a beautiful voice. You have a heck of a career. I wish I was 24 again. And look like her. Yeah, Anna, yeah well, thank I, you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and if, then I could play in the golf tournament.
2: That's right. That's
0: right. <laughs> Anna, thank you. And I, we love your vision. Stay on point. You're doing a wonderful job for cancer, for, for the community. It's great to have a place like that here in town.
1: Thank you for having us on today.
0: Oh, and you'll be on again. Great. You'll be on thank again. you. It's 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 just so heartwarming and so touching, and uh, we love that. So, Katie Evans, sir, who's on next? Molly the, McMaster's creator of the colossal colon. <laughs>
4: <You> <laughs> it know, just begs echo, doesn't it? It, just, it does. You got to have some echo in there. Well, Maybe it, later.
0: <laughs> it it also sounds like you know like one of those nineteen fifty six B movies, <laughs> the, uh, the Attack of the Colossal Colon. The, the colon that <laughs> ate New York. <laughs> like that. Hey, you know what? We have a new website. <laughs> we do? <laughs> My website has been redone. It is now it is still www.positive-talkradio.com but it now looks like a professionally done website. So please cool. go to it. It's got our schedule on it. It's got a directory of services. You're on it by the way. I am? Yeah. Cool. For the what am I doing? Out, well, you you <laughs> are in our directory of services for oh, the you. coolest most effective weight loss program in the world, Absolutely. I believe would be what you do. Yes, I do. And uh, I just wanted to take a couple of moments while I've got everybody here so don't go away. Uh, this week we've got a bunch of folks well, we every week we have a bunch of folks the coming good in. Good thing, otherwise we wouldn't have shows. <laughs> it, absolutely. But on Friday, it's going to be really. We're, yeah. we're doing a two hour program. Actually, and you're involved with this. I am. So it's actually going to be a three hour program. We have mm-hmm. Val John Ferris, who is maybe my favorite guest of all time. Oh, he's so good. He is just, he's wonderful. <laughs> And Michael Polson, who is our astrologer. He's on conscious talk. He's here. Wonderfully funny man, very gifted astrologer. And Ellen Newhouse, who is a uh, energy sound healer and also a very gifted lady. And we, the three of them and little old me are going to be here and we are going to talk about spiritual stuff. And different mm-hmm. aspects of our lives, and how we can make it better from different perspectives from a lady's perspective, from Val John's perspective, and also ast- astrologically. I-, I think I said that right.
4: Astrologically? As- I- Is there I- a knee in astrology? You know,
0: <laughs> if I keep mispronouncing words like that, I could run for president. But- <laughs> I'll vote for you. For what? Get <laughs> Henry Conrick Jr. as your <laughs> vice president, and uh, you'd really be set there, Kevin. <laughs> Oh, you have no idea what I put up with in this show. Oh poor so, misabused you. I know it. So and and then on Friday after that, Val John does double duty because he's gonna hang out with you. He
4: is, I'm excited. This is gonna be a wonderful Friday to, you know, wrap up the week that nobody wanted to come back to work.
0: Absolutely. So it's it's a wonderful day. And please take the time to enjoy it. Katie, did you by the way, Fourth of July, what'd you do? Oh it's fireworks. I went to the Freedom Fair. I looked for you, Eric, but
1: I didn't see you, Katie. I was down there.
4: Funny. There must be a lot have of been. people.
1: There's about 150,000 people. <laughs> and I
4: couldn't find you. Darn. I was impressed. That was a knock your socks off event. I had no idea it was that big. Where is it again? Tacoma.
1: Tacoma. Yeah, the uh, Ruston Way waterfront uh, down in downtown. They had the
4: foods. They got food. They had rides. They had air show. They had Oh, my dear. It was just pretty fun. And Jugglers, you didn't invite me.
1: Everyone in the nobody Sound, got invited. In the Puget Sound area is invited, Kevin.
4: But you didn't invite me. <laughs> and then I went home and watched the fireworks over Lake Union, the fireworks over Elliott Bay, and it was a good day.
0: It it was a good day. We almost blew up like three kids and a and a dog. That <laughs> it day, was
4: so. almost a perfect day. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. I, Katie Evans, thank you so much. Eric, thank you. We'll be here tomorrow. Um, Anna, your your work is beautiful. Just keep it up.
4: Thank you. Gilda's Club.
0: And do something nice for yourself. Do something positive for your community and those around you. Much love. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time a my independence report